Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn, and if you're a frequent listener to Hope Is Here, you know two of my passions in life are Jesus and sports, especially basketball. And today we're going to be joined by fellow Kentuckian and Hall of Fame basketball coach Don Lane, who's won over 500 games in his career. Last year he wrote a wonderful book called The Lane Way, Family, Faith, and 50 Years in Basketball. And, uh, man, I have really, really enjoyed that book. And uh, you're going to be blessed today and tomorrow as he shares about some of this book, his life. And, uh, Coach, it's just an honor to have you with us today. Thank you so much for being on Hope is Here. Well, thanks for asking me. It's great to be with you. And I've been friends with you and your family and meant a lot to me over the years. And thanks for what you do for so many people and trying to give them hope. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, I can remember back as a kid, we moved here in uh, Lexington, 1976, and uh, I was a little young scrapper then, but some of my fondest memories were attending uh, Transylvania University basketball games back at McAllister. Well, your dad and mom were really great supporters, and boy, they brought you particularly your your dad was even on my booster board and uh, loved him dearly, and uh, you were first from a wonderful family, and a very Christian family, and they're great, wonderful friends. Well, we, we love the Lane family. Thank so it's, uh, We the Orange as well. Well, the cool thing about just the book, I love it. You start at the beginning, and uh, your life started in childhood. It just happened not too far down the road from this radio station. Well, you know what's really like, it's closer than you might think. The original Christian radio station tower and station was out on Tyrone Pike. I lived with, I grew up, well, spent about 12 years of my life within about three miles of that tower and watched it be built <laughs> before it came to this spot. Okay. So, yes, I, and then when I coached at Woodford County High School, we did a lot of, oh, they did all the games for us. I did interviews with on WJMM every game, so forth, as they do now. Uh, just wonderful what this station has done, not only locally, but uh, nationwide. Well, I agree. Been a blessing to me and many, many others. Well, talk to us a little bit about your childhood. I mean, obviously, coaching, you wore a coat and tie and looked very professional and <laughs> dapper all the time, always uh, well-dressed. But, uh, you know, hey, you grew up on a farm, and uh, you knew a little bit about hard work, didn't you? Oh, that's that. yes, I did. My dad was a tenant farmer and was one of the best there is. And we've had a very prideful family, very Christian family. Uh, my mom and dad were there. We went to Sales Baptist Church, and I still somebody sent me a recently a, a list of people that were on the cradle roll in 1943, and my name was on there. So that's where I accepted Christ as my Savior. In my and eight years old at a revival at Sales Baptist Church, and somebody asked me, uh, well, since I've been asked a lot of my lifetime, well, you were eight years old. Did you really know what you old guess? I I know. I knew that Christ saved me, and there's never been a doubt in my mind that that was genuine in every every way. Well, one of the things I love reading about the book, obviously, you know, you guys worked hard on the farm and learned a good work ethic, but obviously faith was a priority, too, with your mom and dad, and you give them a lot of credit for your roots in faith. Is Without that right? question. I mean, it wasn't any, you weren't asked whether you wanted to go to church on Sunday. You went to church. That was automatic. And we would go on Wednesday nights, not always. I belonged to the RAs when Dad could 
spare me on the farm, even at eight, nine, ten. I worked hard on the farm. Did by the time I was ten, I was working like a full man. And on the farm, you just learn and work. That's what we did. Had to do it. And uh, my brothers and I did that. And uh, but he would let us try to get us to church anytime we could. We never, but Sunday morning and Sunday evening, we were on the corner of Main and Green Street, and for sales, and for sales Baptist Church. Well, I share that for our listeners that you know sometimes there are a lot of there are a lot of warriors there for me that uh, through the years great prayer warriors some even to this day mm-hmm. great prayer warriors for me right out of for sales Baptist Church. Amen. Well, I love those roots and encouraging our listeners on the radio program or the podcast that I know sometimes, as you said, kids, uh, you know, we ask, do they want to go? But uh, I'm thankful my parents didn't give me an option. And yeah, yours no didn't option. Either, right? You go. And uh, I'm glad they did because I, I even at one time uh, considered going into the ministry uh, very seriously. I think I put that in the book. Yeah, I read that. And uh, spent a lot of time in prayer and work with that. But found that uh, the Lord didn't lead me in that direction. He wanted me to try to reach people in another way, and hopefully we've been able to do that. Well, you definitely have. Let me ask you this. Did some of the characteristics that you learned growing up on a farm, did that help kind of develop your coaching style? Some of the well, basic things? Well, the hard work that I put in as a farm on the farm carried over to everything I did in terms of coaching, teaching, everything, leading Whatever it might be, I really worked. I worked hard at it. Sometimes too, and but it's just like you, you, we were on the farm. I mean, you if you had something, you didn't. If at six o'clock, you didn't just automatically quit. If you weren't done with something that had to be done, you went ahead and finished it. And uh, I carried that through my whole life, even some of my practices. Guys, we're scheduled to be here two hours, but we we're not finished. We got to go a little longer. Or I sit in there and watch film late at night, and but I that work ethic that I learned on the farm, the genuine and the love of the love of work. It's not, it wasn't a, always a, it's a, wasn't a burden. It was a love of work, and uh, my dad and mom had a way of making it joyful. And uh, some of it was a little tough, and that was 105 degrees up in hayloft and around on the tobacco field, but. Still yet, we that did carry over. That's one big thing I learned off that farm was. The other thing I learned from working on the farm is I did want to go in another profession. <laughs> so that, that, that also I think I mentioned in the book. But my brothers are all, uh, and my sisters are involved with farming and just tremendously successful farmers in Woodford County. And it's a... Uh, which I, I think I could have been okay at it, but I didn't have the heart for it that they did. But I had the heart for other things. So, yeah. and one was I wanted to go to college. I really truly wanted to go to college. Well, one of the things I was amazed at how you balance so many things. Obviously, farm work, like you said, wasn't just a you know little thing on the side. It was hard work and. You got you kept farming till you got the job done, but you carried a full load at classes. You were involved in you know student council and things like oh, yes. that, plus church activities and things. Uh, uh, you, you learned how to balance a lot of things at a young age, didn't you? Yes, I did, uh, and and that's the key to life is balance, balance and moderation, but truly balance. And I did have a, I did learn very early in life, particularly in in high school, to balance a lot of things because. 
you know, the student council president, I was president of the senior class, as well as I was big in the 4-H club, and uh, and I did a big in the course, and I, of course I spent a lot of time on the basketball court, and plus I was a good student, so you had to study hard. So I tried to balance those all, and keep them in the proper balance, and it, keep them in the proper order as well. That's a, that's another thing I think we all have to do. You got to keep balance, but you got to know what your orders are, and what in terms of which ones need to be the most that we got to take care of first just tuned in we're talking with coach don lane uh not a stranger to most of you but uh he just wrote a wonderful book came out last year about uh, called the lame way family faith in 50 years in basketball it's a great read uh if you're a person of faith if you want to learn how to raise a wonderful family uh if you're a basketball junkie like me i mean just it's a great read really encourage you to pick up a copy coach one of the quotes i loved in the book it was Early on, page nine, you said, my parents planted seeds of faith in us that grew deep roots, filling us with strength, gratitude, and gladness, while also encouraging us to be of service to others whenever possible. And, you know, you and I were just talking about this before you went on there, but I remember my father passed away in March of 2016 that you and Mrs. Lane were the first people to show up at my parents' house. And, uh, um, to comfort my mom and my siblings, and I think you know it's one of those things you were taught that from an early age, weren't you? Very that? much so. And uh, that that sentence is a powerful sentence, but that that came from the heart of my parents, and they didn't necessarily tell you that you saw it; they lived it. And I think that's the thing that we need more of. We need more people that live the story rather than just talk the story. And they lived it every day, and we saw it. We saw that strength. We saw them overcome obstacles. We saw them when things were really going difficult uh, on the farm when maybe we had a big hailstorm and took out took out the crop. Or when my dad could, or you lost one of your best calves out in the field. You don't know why he got killed, but why he died. All those things, but how they overcame that and didn't just keep going. They kept working. And my mother was tremendously uh, a strong-willed, tough, uh, religious woman. She taught beginners in Sunday school for over 30 years and died at a very young age, at 56, Mm. of cancer. But I'll never forget that uh, one of the things she said before she died, she said, I can go be with the Lord today knowing that all seven of my children have accepted Christ. As her savior, I'll never forget her telling. That was one of the last things she said. Wow! So yeah. that 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 sentence really tells a, it gave it to all of us in our family, and uh, each one of us uses it in our own way. But still, yet it's a it's it was really powerful what they did did for us, and they were really tremendously well respected. And you didn't do anything halfway; you did it. Mm-hmm. You, and that's another thing that I learned. You don't, if you got a job to do, you do it all the way. You're going to do it over again. So, mm-hmm. better do it right the first time. Well, I love what you were talking about there earlier. You know, I think uh, more is caught than taught. Yes, that's and, true. And that's what you were and saying. That's a good way to say it. Yes, yeah, your parents. You know, they modeled it. They necessarily true, tell you beautifully. But, but that Morris caught taught. Well, you know, with the basketball coaching, you've done it. You know, high school, and then over thirty years as a college head coach. Um, when did you know that you you wanted to do coaching? Like you said, you talked about it. Thought I was at for sales high school, sitting in a classroom. 
my uh, health physical education teacher was Jim McAfee. And I'm fortunate enough, he asked me to do his funeral when he died. He said, asked me three years, and I said, you're okay, coach. He said, oh, when, whatever it happens, I want you to do it. I did. But uh, I was sitting, I was in ninth grade, right by his desk, and he had a book on his uh, table, pretty much like you have right there by you. And I looked at him, and he said, well, take it. It's a basketball book. He said, take it home, read it, and bring it back when you get done. Well, the next day, I brought it back and put it on, on his table on, on his desk. He said, coach, didn't you? He said, the coach says, Don, Don, was Donnie then. He said, Don, you didn't like that or what? I said, I loved it, coach. I finished it. And I knew then kind of that he he modeled for me a lot about he was a very dear Christian. And uh, he also was a minister. And uh, he grew up in a Methodist home. And he taught me a lot about what it took to be a coach early on. And then I had some great mentors along the way, but he was one of those early people that really guided me toward that. And actually, when I got out of uh, college, he had held me a job at Mount Sterling High School to be, he was the principal, and he had held a job open for a year and kept, went ahead and coached the team himself. He said, you come in here and help me for a year. I don't want you to do anything to help me, and I pretty much coached the team most of that year. And... uh because he had so much principal responsibility. And then he turned it over to me the next year. Wow. At 23, as a head coach. Wow, 23 years old. Well, unfortunately, we're out of time, but the good news is, is Coach Don Lane's going to be back with us. We're going to learn and hear more about his uh, just amazing life that God blessed him with, to hear about this wonderful book called The Lame Way, Family, Faith, and 50 Years in Basketball. So I hope you'll join us again tomorrow. Invite somebody else to join you. Uh, For Coach Don Lane, my name's Greg Horn. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. And this is Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. If you have been blessed by Hope Is Here, would you consider making a donation to help this ministry continue to reach thousands in Central Kentucky every day? It's simple and safe. Go to our website at hopeishere.today where you can make a safe and secure online donation or you can find our address to mail a check. All donations are tax deductible and they are greatly appreciated. Please make your donation today at hopeishere.today. Again, that's hopeishere.today. Dot today.